you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Thursday, November 24th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you and your families on this most special of days, my favorite holiday not even close. A special shout out to any of you who can't be with loved ones today. Many of you in uniform serving this country in conflict zones around the world. We thank you for your service and your sacrifice. For those of you who are feeling alone or isolated on days like this, please know you are appreciated and you are loved. And if you are an NFL fan, then you are not alone. You are a part of our family and we welcome you with open arms. We may not like the same teams or the same players, but we are in this together, a community of believers in hope in the possibility that sport brings. And yes, I know it can be maddening. It can be heartbreaking, but it is always comforting to know that there will be another day to fight, another hope to have, another game to play. And the fact is this season more than any other in recent history proves you just never know what could happen next. The kick is no good. It's no good. He pushed it wide to the right. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. And today we will hear from our dear friends, Michael Robinson and David Carr and Kimmy Checks and Mike Yam too, to share a few thoughts on this fascinating 2023 NFL campaign. One that is rich with story. The best kinds of stories, too. The page turners, the cliffhangers, the shows we binge and the movies we just don't want to end, mostly because we simply don't know how they're going to end. And that is exactly the kind of NFL season we're having. We really don't know what's going to happen next this year. All we know is we don't want to miss it. Blockers in front at the 40, at the Bills 30, inside the 20, stutter steps to the 10, to the 5, touchdown! It's a jet touchdown! This game is over! So let's begin today with Mike Yam, mostly because he's the one who just walked through the door. Mike Yam, the sweet potato kid for whom I am so grateful. His leadership, (laughs) his friendship, his professionalism, his gentle brand of humor, his fierce brand of analysis, his Friday game picks, and his badass playlists. Mikey M., happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to the pod. What? That's might be the nicest intro you've ever given me. Well, don't get used to it. I was, it's a holiday. I'm not going to get used to it because I know I sit near you at two deaths <laughs> over, and I know what I repeatedly get, and it's not necessarily all that nice. So I will take the positivity. Well, we know that that anecdote is not the answer to this question, but listen, everybody's getting the yeah. same question today. Mike Yam, what are you most thankful for so far this 2023 NFL season? So I think I'll, there's, I, you know, I'm fortunate to have a lot of things that I can be thankful of, but I'm going to switch the question and just tweak oh, it a little do it, bit. Do because it. when I think about Thanksgiving. Nothing that a writer um, wants more than to be rewritten on the fly. Thanks. No, it, because, it, you know, obviously there's a theme here, right? Because we're talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah. We've got triple header action. Of course, um, Kimmy Checks and, and I will be ready to rock and roll on Thanksgiving yes. on NFL Network. If I'm just throwing that out there. But 
you know, every Thanksgiving, and especially over the last couple of years, I don't, I hate to say it, but there's like a, a certain level of sadness where I should be kind of flipping that switch and be grateful for a lot of the things that I had in the past. Because oh, when wow. I think let's back, dig deep. Coop, let's um, get a little sad. You ready for a here? copay? Yeah, we've These got are some comfortable, sad, we've got a sadness comfortable seats I should lay well, in. But what's what's troubling because, you, young well, man? Well, you know, it's interesting because on, on Total Access a lot, if you watch the show, and we appreciate everyone who does, we've been running these little vignettes of John Madden, yeah. kind of going through the, the, you know, the turkey celebrations and whatnot. And every time I see it, and I think for a lot of football fans, they think of John Madden and he's kind of the soundtrack of not only football but it's kind of the backstories of a lot of our lives yes and for me on thanksgiving when i was a kid up until you know my grandparents passed away like we would always do thanksgiving at my grandparents and look my, my mom's not the biggest football fan my dad certainly isn't much of a football fan but my grandfather was a big football fan which is part of the reason why i love the sport we would always the two of us would just watch the games. And of course we would eat, but it was, it, whenever I see John Madden, I just think about those moments yes. and certainly I'm sad because I miss obviously my family, but at the same time I should be grateful because I had so many positive moments over the years with him. But every time I think about Thanksgiving and it sucks because we're here and, and I'll be able to celebrate um, when game day highlights is over at home, but it's the first thing I think of is just my grandfather and the turkey. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And the fact is you're not alone in that, Mike. When I hear the voice of John Madden to this day, and and thank goodness that he has left such an indelible mark on our world because we do still get to hear his voice echoing through our halls and broadcast on our television sets. But when I hear that voice, I think of my late father because Madden was one of the one of the big instruments in the soundtrack to my youth sure uh, watching these games watching a lot of those west coast games and hearing him call out games and and hearing him call games in a way that changed how we saw the games we we were allowed invited encouraged to avert our eyes from the star players the quarterbacks and the wide receivers and the running backs and start to take notice of linemen start to take notice of the yeah. big uglies start to take notice of these guys who were doing thankless work until Madden came along and started to thank them play after play after play. And he really made us more nuanced and more just better NFL fans, didn't he? No, I actually, I, I love that you said that because the other thing that I think of, you know, we all spend so many hours at work. So in a lot of ways, your work family is is kind of family, right? So on a football front, like when you talk about the total access team, Michael Robinson, David Carr, Chase and Baldy on Fridays, you're talking about Madden as teachers. But it, if you watch the shows and you can see and feel the passion that our analysts have about conveying their own personal experiences uh, on the field and certainly just in the locker room, like to me, like when I watch those guys do an XO, you know, they're trying to just teach. And that's kind of what Madden was doing during the broadcast. Like we get the luxury of, you know, kind of doing it on, on a consistent basis during the week on NFL Network. Amazing. Mike, you are a teacher in your own right. You have covered so many different sports, but you uh, you approach this one with such a degree of professionalism. You're so smooth, man. You really are. You're so smooth in what you do, and I really, really (laughs) appreciate what you do. You are a Giants fan, though. You are. uh, Notice that I said though, as if somehow it was a real narrative turn, though. Everything is good, however, but you are a Giants fan. Not not a ton to be grateful for and thankful for, but we always, (laughs) as fans, find things uh, to sort of, you know, give us hope to, you know, enliven our spirits a little bit. Uh, what, What, as a Giants fan, are you finding 
reasons to be hopeful for and thankful for so far this campaign. Very, very easy to have a lot of thanks as a Giants fan because it all centers around what we're going to see in April. It's called the NFL Draft, and we're going to have probably a top five pick. I will take that. I mean, to me, that's a that's a big win. I actually feel great about um, Joe Shane, the general manager. I think he's made some shrewd moves already in the draft. So you go and give a team like the Giants, you know, a potential top five pick. Maybe it's quarterback. There's a great left tackle class. Um, there's one of the premier wide receivers in recent years and Marvin Harrison Jr. on the list. I was sad when Leonard Williams got traded to Seattle at the time because I felt like the Giants might be punting on the season. They got a second round pick for him. Giants lost that next weekend and I was like, oh, maybe we should trade a couple other guys too and, and sort of look at this as a rebuild. But I, I think you know, it's kind of the beauty of sports. You're not going to win every single time out there. And I think there's a level of optimism from a front office perspective on how they can potentially execute and make this team better. Because the reality is I actually... They've been snake bitten. Injuries on the offensive line, revolving door on that front. Uh, Daniel Jones has been banged up. Saquon was hurt to start the season. I actually don't think the roster is all that bad, so I'll take a top five pick. Uh, always hope for every NFL team, for every NFL franchise, and certainly for every NFL fan. Yes, even Giants fans. Mike Am, you make our team better. You make the show better every time you're on it, and you do offer us so much time of your time. Thank you for it. Appreciate you, bud. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, I hope you have a great time with the family. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. We interrupt this podcast to bring you a very special Thanksgiving Day guest, somebody for whom I am enormously thankful that he is a friend and a colleague and that I get to rub shoulders with this guy on a daily basis in my career. His name, of course, is David Carr, the former number one overall pick, the Super Bowl champion. David Carr, I am super thankful for you, buddy. Thank you for making a little Same bit of time buddy. for us Same. today on this holiday. But I want to ask you the question of the day. It's kind of a it's kind of a ham-handed question. Forgive that uh, play on words. But what are you most thankful for so far in the 2023 NFL campaign? Mike McDaniel. Mike I mean, McDaniel. I mean, this is like you didn't even hesitate. No, there's no hesitation. I don't hesitate anytime anyone asks me this because he's just such a breath of fresh air. And I've known Mike, so I was. When he first got a gig in Houston as kind of a quality control kind of assistant that just kind of printed the papers out, like he would sit next to me in the meetings while Gary Kubiak or Kyle Shanahan was installing plays. He had nothing to do, right? So, but he would make a comment about what they were saying. And I feel like I was in like high school and I was going to get in trouble because I'm like, Mike, shut up. He was a shit talker in the oh, back of the room? Oh, he was nonstop, right? And I'm just like, Mike, stop. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble, bro. <laughs> he was great. And so I unfortunately, he ended up getting fired from that job because he was a little bit still too young. But he was always fun, man. Well, and, he didn't know what he didn't know. But certainly yeah. now, I have to say, now he handles himself 
Oh, you know, he's we, great, with man. with such a maturity and with such a with such an odd, quirky kind well, of. Well, he grace. still has the quirkiness. He but does, he, but doesn't he's he? Very mature about it, right? And he so like people. He are like, always okay. says he always says like, look, if you look the way I do, this is Mike McDaniel talking. Yeah. If you look the way I do, then you better know what the hell you're talking about That's right. in order to convince these grown men, uh, these these NFL players, to sort of like take my lead. Yeah. And he's he's and able he, to do he that. Is. That's what and I was like. People are like, oh, when he first went to Miami, is he going to be able to kind of stand in front of a group of guys? I'm like, a hundred percent, yes. Because he would literally, even at that moment, he would get like 15 of us just like dying laughing about just the most ridiculous things that he's saying because he leans into that, you know, small quirkiness, <laughs> but like a brilliant mind. Like, and he gets football. Like, he's a genius. Like, you talk about football genius, he gets it. Like, he knows. Like, he even knew back then, like, if we keep doing the same things that we do, right, people are going to eventually get onto us. So you see, every week he's got a new wrinkle, he's got something else that he's kind of tinkering with. So I'm so thankful for Mike. And, that, and the fact that, more people get to enjoy him on a weekly basis. Like, just listen to his press conferences. Like, just watch him. Like, sit back, enjoy that. Because, you know, for so long we get, there's no knock on Belichick, but you just kind of get the Belichick. No, you get of course. coaches are just kind of saying. That, that type they don't of want response, a distraction, that right? bloodless. Yeah, they're we're just like, we're just going to go to the next sure, thing, sure. right? I get it, right? And you got to do that at some, at some point, right? But Mike has just been, he's been fun, man. I love that. And thank you so much for reminding us of this breath of fresh yep. air down in South Beach, Mike <laughs> McDaniel. He's, he, there is something quirky about him, but there's also something elegant about him. I, and I mean that. I, I mean that. There's some, if you watch the way he carries himself, he carries himself. He's very self-assured, which, of course, speaks to the young man that you knew yeah. back back when, yep. when he knew maybe more. Maybe he was the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, he he just didn't know how at yeah. that point yeah. to be the smartest That's guy right. in the room. Well, now he well, does. So. And he is starting to sort of synthesize all of his skills, all of his ability and all of his genius into a very workable and a very, uh, a very, you know, a very successful scheme at the NFL level. But you said something to me weeks ago that he's not just creating new plays and new looks. He's taking old school. Yeah archival 50s and 60s looks yeah. and making them new again it's great stuff man because he so I, I talked to him this offseason just asked him kind of what he was doing he was like oh, i'm just watching single wing i'm like what do you mean <laughs> what is like, what does that even so mean it's literally take us like, to ta summer it's like school single wing is like where the quarterback is kind of a quarterback but he's also a running back and then there's another running back next to him and another running back and then there's like three wide receivers and they're all kind of in this wing t like we can go any direction and like Offensive lines will do weird things where at the snap they'll run opposite directions, like the left and the right side will go completely different directions, and there'll be split flow in the backfield. When were we seeing that in, in, like, in that college and pro football, like 50s and 60s? Yeah, like there's remnants of it, like with Air Force and like some of the military schools will still do some things like that, but it's not to the extreme. So he took that, and then he said, what if we do single wing with Tyreek Hill? <laughs> Right. And Jalen Waddle. And so that's like the that's the coolest part about him, man, is like he just went back and it's like this stuff was effective. Right. But let's just take it into a new era. So that's that's what he does in his off time. Right. So he is a nerd. He's a football nerd. He loves this stuff and he can never get enough of it. And he has you think that like you've seen it all with Mike, like he's he's three months ahead. Like he already knows what he wants to do in three or four weeks. And he's pushed like he ran a play the other day. Like I have not seen run in the NFL. Like he literally, there's a cover zero blitz. A lot of times cover zero blitzes, you don't necessarily want to throw swings to the back because you know, in theory, the, the linebacker or the safety has a, a beeline directly for him and it'll just blow it up. And so he did it though. He swung the back, but he, he leaked the center out, right? So Tua threw it and the center hits the guy that was responsible for the back and there's no one there walking touchdown. 
I think it was on a third or fourth down in the red zone. I've never seen the play run <laughs> in the history of football. And Mike ran it. I and love he's, it. He's great, man. He's oh, just I so really good. love that. Yeah. There's, there's something so magical and inspiring and uh, about innovation. Yeah. Uh, when you think you've seen it all, and you, of all people, must have thought, I've seen it all. There's nothing yeah, that could no. possibly surprise me. And this young man, Mike I McDaniel, your old friend, continues to surprise you. David Carr is most thankful so far this 2023 campaign for the guy down in South Beach, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, Mike McDaniel. I'm thankful, listener, that we get to watch Mike McDaniel Dolphins tomorrow on Black Friday at MetLife Stadium taking on the Jets. Uh, Stay tuned for that one. Circle that one. Watch that one. I hope you have the day off. I do not, but uh, that's not a moan. I get to work in football, so it's all gravy for me. There's something truth in jest. When I asked you this question before recording, you said almost offhandedly, you're also thankful for C.J. Stroud's offensive line, (laughs) but uh, there is truth in jest. You mean that to a degree. You're thankful for C.J. C.J. Stroud's offensive line. Maybe C.J. Stroud should be most thankful for that offensive line. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, we can go back and write a book about this, but I mean, it's like when I watched the Houston Texans and they, they had a young quarterback coming in, I'm like, okay, just protect the guy, like just protect him. Like that's all I care about for young quarterbacks right. is just to have a chance. Like it's not how difficult it is. Unfortunately, you can just Google that. But it's like now he has a chance, and the offensive line is playing great, and he's got a nice coordinator, and obviously D'Amico Ryan's is doing a fantastic job. And I was with D'Amico, and like D'Amico. It, his rookie year, I was there in Houston one year with with Mike McDaniel with these guys. So and and he was great from the beginning. So like the, all the components are coming together. And then CJ's just kind of taken the reins and been fantastic, man. He's played such good football. I'm very thankful that he has a chance to show everyone exactly what he, he you know he carries himself. And I talked to him at his pro day. He carries himself with a lot of confidence. He really believes that he's good at this thing. And I'm so happy that he gets to show people, you know, and that they have the components there for him to be able to show off that talent because they're in a great position right now to even try and win that division so and that's gonna be a huge game this weekend with them in Jacksonville I'm, I'm excited to watch that one but he, he's doing a great job but it's that offensive line helps too all right amazing uh, listen before I let you go I'm kind of fishing for an update here but I was hoping you was you were gonna say something along the lines of I'm most thankful for the fact that my brother Derek is gonna be back <laughs> out on the field against the Falcons right. or maybe against the Lions the next week can I get an update uh, yeah. on Derek's how, how's he feeling he's feeling great uh, I think that so really the only reason that he's still in the protocol is because he hasn't practiced so uh, Wednesday when he hits the field he will be full go full participant and he'll be off uh, concussion protocol shoulder field great he's kind of needed this week to not really throw and not really do anything he has not thrown a football all week just because he needed time to kind of let that thing calm down and he's in a situation now where he feels back like he feels ready to go and they have a team that right now you know they might not be at the top of the charts but they're at the top of the division and they feel like they have a good enough football team they've been playing actually good football up until that last you know Josh Dobbs debacle where he was able to make some big plays and he's kind of been the hit of the show so far anyway in the NFC but the New Orleans Saints are in a good position. They have a lot of experienced guys. They feel like they've been playing good football. They have some good answers with what they want to do. Derek feels great. All those guys are getting back healthy. Time to make a run. It's going to be fun. David Carr, uh, happy Thanksgiving to happy you Thanksgiving, and to Melody brother. and the kids. Thank you. And to Derek yep. and the whole crew. Uh, my life is better for you being in it. And for that, I am ever so grateful Thanks and so ever man. so thankful. I appreciate that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving. And joining me now is a TA podcast debutante, the TA host, Kimberly Chexnader, known to her friends and the world as Kimmy Chex. Kimmy Chex, welcome to the pod. I've always wanted to be a debutante. Who knew it would take that long to get here? Andrew me, Levy would, would grace me with that title. Listen, you have been such a welcome addition to our TA team this season. So thank you for you, and welcome to the pod. Uh, I'm so glad that you are finally here. The question of the day, you heard Mike Yam answer it moments ago. Kimmy, what are you most thankful for so far this 2023 NFL season? It's like a philosophical, like thankful in the world, thankful in you the NFL. You can take it any way you want. Here, I'll help by t- my answer to the question. Yeah, well, is, I know, I don't I really am, know what you're thankful for. I'm lady. most thankful for a few things. I'm I'm thankful. I'm always thankful for changing narratives mm. for teams like the Detroit Lions. Yeah, uh, potentially for teams like the Cleveland Browns. I'm potentially for teams like even my hated rival Dallas Cowboys. I'm still thrilled at the possibility that they can finally shut us up after 27 years and do something that they haven't done in 27 years. But I think as a Washington fan, I'm most thankful for Josh Harris and what he represents, which is a change, right? Yeah. That, that maybe some of the old guard and some of the old ways and some of the stuff that defined us in the worst way can sort of get smaller in the rearview mirror and that we have a brighter future ahead. Whatever that may be, I'm here for it, and I'm really thankful for it. That was beautiful. Yeah, you know. That was good. Well, I appreciate that. Tis the thankful season. Hey, keep in mind, uh, you know this listener, because if you watch TA, the broadcast, then you know that Kimmy Checks is a Kansas City kid. She is a Chiefs fan. So a lot to be thankful for. Maybe some things to be worried about as well, certainly in the the last (laughs) few days. But does that help your answer at all? No, you know, my answer is actually nothing to do with Kansas City. Oh, I love this. Here we go. I said my answer on the show on Tuesday. Oh, you did forgive me. Busted for not watching. Total Access. No, but I I think it it mirrors what I want to say now, and then I'll put a different spin on it as well. But I'm really thankful for the story of Josh Dobbs this season. Um, the pastronaut. The pastronaut. I like to call him Rocket Man. There I think go. that's Rocket really cute Man. too, no, right? There, there's a lot of names that that he could go by and nicknames that are really fun here. But you know, for me, I, I heard Yam, and I know Yam was talking about kind of his childhood and John Madden and the Thanksgiving of it all. When I was a kid, I fell in love with the Kansas City Chiefs because they donned my initials. My initials are KC. Oh, the team's initials there are KC. Go. So yes. I grew up thinking. They were mine. They were my team. These guys, they played for me. All these people in the stadium, they were there cheering for me. I was four years old. I had no concept of life outside of myself, obviously. But I fell in love with a game of football because of the men who played it and the stories that came out of it. And to me, the men who played our game were heroes. And now, this is my very first Thanksgiving as a mom. I have an 11-month-year-old daughter named Wilhelmina. I'm so excited to spend this holiday with her. But... I think Josh Dobbs represents everything that kids 
should aspire and want to be. When they look at a football player, they know that you can be a football player and you can throw touchdowns in the NFL and have people wear your jersey, but you you can also be an astronaut. You can be a genius. You can work for NASA. You can do all of these things. And I think there's no better Disney storybook fairy tale than what we've seen from Josh Dobbs. And to see him go from franchise to franchise and win games, and now we'll get to see him in week 12 on Monday Night Football. Like, that's so special to me, and I'm thankful for that narrative. I'm thankful that kids can turn on a TV and understand the importance of the game of football, but also know that you you can be beyond just a football player. You know, we always hear the line, more than an athlete. He is exactly a shining example of that, and I hope that while I'm snuggled up on the couch with my daughter tomorrow on Thanksgiving and after I get done working here at NFL Network, that we get to watch games with men that she can look at as those are heroes. Those are those are people that I want to root for. So that's what I'm thankful for, Levy. I am thankful for that answer. Happy Thanksgiving to you and Thank your husband you. and to Wilhelmina. May it be a joyous and wonderful first Thanksgiving for the two of you together. Thank you for what you do on this network, and thank you so much for your time today. You're the best. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, Levy. And thank you for finally having me on the pod. 12 weeks in, man. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with you, wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving. And I am so blessed today to uh, to be visited by my friends here at NFL Network, David Carr and Kimmy Checks and Mike Yam, and now the man of the hour, the man of the moment, the real Mike Rob, Michael Robinson. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Same to you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Thank yeah, you very, awesome. very much. Um, you make my life better. You make my world better. You make my job better. You certainly Thank make you. the show better every time you're on it. I cannot tell you how genuinely grateful I am for you, Thank you to be a part it, of my man. professional journey. It is... Uh, you really do. You really do make it special well, every thank time. You, man. You're I work really hard special, at it, man. dude. I know you do. So. I know you do, and it shows. The question of the day is: uh, What are you most thankful for uh, this 2023 football season? Well, well, what is it? Well, you know, um, you know, I work in some college too. I do. Yes. In fact, it's why I on the fly removed <laughs> NFL from the question because I had a sense that maybe. You, you always throw a wider net. When some people zig, you always zag. So, hey, what, what you got? What's on the brain? Well, I'm so thankful for NIL and college football. Wow. First and foremost, as a former college athlete, to see players finally start to get what they deserve. Um, when they deserve it. When they deserve it. Um, it's gratifying. It's, I'm so happy to see it. Even though <laughs> I wish I was young right now, I can receive some of those benefits. Uh, it's all good. I'm happy to see it happening. Number one, because obviously a lot of these families need it. And I know there's some, there's layers to this. There, there are some issues that, you know, still have to be ironed out. But in general, I'm so thankful for it. The main reason I'm thankful for it is because I was a gladiator football player. I was a young black gladiator football player. I come from the same neighborhoods a lot of our football players come from. And having money in their pocket in college helps them with their financial literacy. And so now when we see them get to the National Football League, they're, they're vested in stuff. They're, in, they're invested in stuff. They're growing their money. They're playing the capitalism game when so long we've been a victim to capitalism. Um, and so I'm very excited about that. I, I really am. And I know, you know, me and Troy, Vincent talk about this all the time. I know that some of the superstar quarterbacks in college, some of the superstar running backs and skill, you know, positions will have decisions to make. Maybe they want to stay in college more now because 
financially they're good. I get all of that. But our player, our gladiator is smarter now because of that. We'll make better decisions now because of that. I don't I believe won't get in as much trouble now because of that. So I think weighing both sides, uh, it's gonna be a good thing for all of football and I'm I'm truly thankful for it from the bottom of my heart. Giving young men in college football what they deserve. NIL money and financial literacy. Uh, I love that phrase. That's that's one I'm going to take away from here. Thank you for that. Is what Michael Robinson is most thankful for on the football landscape right now. While I do have you in the chair, is there a storyline from our NFL that stands out to you as being maybe the most interesting, the most exciting, the most fascinating, the most troubling? Where would you take that question? Man, it's a lot because the great thing about the NFL season is the ultimate reality show. We really don't know what's going to happen. Interesting. You're right. That's kind of how I said this whole day up because you're absolutely right. You simply don't know. You you, you don't know. Now more than ever before. Exactly. And that's a good thing. Um, I love the Joshua Dobbs story. Obviously, you know, just this kid just stays ready no matter where he no matter where he is. For me, there's a couple of stories. Number one. Uh, the story, sur- oh, a few stories actually. Number one, the story surrounding Lamar Jackson uh, with this new passing offense. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan because I was a runner that had special passing ability. Yes. I believe there's only a few of these guys in the National Football League, but they're coming. More are coming from our collegiate ranks. Um, Lamar Jackson, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, amongst others. And to see Lamar get the money he deserved, the way he did it, he flexed a little bit. Hey, you know, I could be available in these playoffs if my money was right. You know, you probably would have me. He flexed a little bit and he did it his way and he got his money. And we, I think we're seeing the payoff. Yeah, right, keep right telling now. me I, I need an agent. Yeah, keep telling me I need an agent. I'm patient. I trust myself. I know who I am and I know what I'm worth. And he got it. And he got it. So I'm, I'm, I love that yeah, I do uh, for Lamar Jackson. Um, and the, the other storyline involves another quarterback in Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, because I had Cleveland's still a sneaky team in the AFC. Their, their defense is a championship team. I'm a championship defense. But I can't put a finger on what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I, I expected a fo- – I gave him grace last year yeah. because of everything he went through, was suspended, finally got on the field, and he just didn't look right. This year I expected with a full offseason, I follow him on Instagram and all through his social medias. I, he's having fun. He's got his money. I expected to see a different version of him. It's just not there. And I'm not, I haven't come to the point where I'm saying he's lost it or lost all of what he had in 2020, which you could have gave that guy an MVP in 2020. But the fact is those words and those ideas are creeping into the narrative, at least as possibilities for you. Yes. Right. And so I'm intrigued by it because he probably has about three more fully guaranteed years left on his contract. There's two years that are already you can't get back. He's hurt for this season already. When you make that much money, the highest guarantee, it was a lot about his money. I believe there's times he's playing to prove that he was worth it yeah. as opposed to just playing yeah. the game. Which, which you, you know, you saying that makes me feel for him a little bit because <laughs> that in some ways – in some ways, he's guilty of being a human being. Yes. You have made a huge investment in me. You've made a huge investment 
in me in spite of all of these things that we either knew or thought we knew yeah. about what was happening or what wasn't happening. You've made this big investment in me. Man, that comes with a huge emotional toll, I should think. And that is not meant to be an apologist for any no, part of the story the that troubles you, listener. It is a young man playing football in the NFL who was given a huge guaranteed check and now is maybe troubled by his inability to maybe live up to it. Live up to it. And I, I always tell NFL players, that's not, that's not sustainable to play like that. And uh, you make that money because you make that money. Nobody talks about the CEO of some of these big companies making all their money. Um, so be okay with it and just go out there and play football. So, uh, yeah, those, those, those two storylines involving those two specific quarterbacks. And, again, it's funny, and I'm just thinking about it. One's a runner with special passing ability. The other's a passer with special running ability. You know, it's pretty cool. There are always two sides to every Michael Robinson coin. Some of us are living, only seeing, you know, heads or tails. But for him, it's always, there's always duality. There's yeah. always a yin and a yang. There's always a plus and a minus. For him, it's the dynamism, the excitement, the maturation, the evolution of Lamar Jackson on the one hand. And on the other hand, it's the intrigue. He yeah. called it intrigue, but a little bit of disappointment. And yes, a little bit of concern. Uh, wondering what may be happening over there in Cleveland to one Deshaun Watson. Michael Robinson, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Really thankful for you. Thankful for your time today. Appreciate Same you, to bud. you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all, and welcome to a special edition of NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy at your service, and one of the things I'm most grateful for in this NFL media building, this rather stunning NFL media building just a few feet from SoFi Stadium, is Access. Total access, and I'm not being funny, access to a community of NFL experts and media professionals, broadcasters and podcasters and producers, and all of them are NFL fans. So I like to go around and poll the room occasionally, and this is what some of my colleagues had to say when I asked them this week, what are you most thankful for so far this 2023 NFL season? Coop, how about a little music for this section? Very nice. Thank you very much. Actually, Coop, kill that real quick, would you? Coop, listener, is editor Nolan Cooper, who makes the short list for me of colleagues for whom I am most grateful. He's cutting these shows most days, along with his teammates, Todd and Emily and Santa and Maddie B and Nicolas and a handful of others who help make this show possible. Today's technician, Joshua, we thank all of you. Kettering and Kingsley and T-Dub too. Thanks to all of you. The guy who's responsible for posting this show every day is named Brandon Reese, a young man whose story is extraordinary and whose commitment to fine-tuning and delivering this show every day is too. I don't say thank you enough to any of you. Please know how grateful I am. Okay, Coop, let's bring back that music. Where was I? Right, polling the room. The question of the day, what are you most thankful for this NFL season? And the answer from Kendall Mursky, researcher extraordinaire, was typically well thought out. Josh Dobbs, the first name that he checked. Kendall, not the only one to check the pastronaut's name, who really has been one of the great stories of the campaign so far. Don't forget, 
Dobbs is the guy who beat the heavily favored Cowboys as a member of the Cardinals, gets traded to the Vikings after Kirk Cousins goes down, and proceeds to win his first two games in purple, the first win of which came with only seconds, literally seconds, to prepare. The guy didn't even know his teammates' names, but he sure knows where the end zone is. Josh Dobbs, he comes out and is able to move this offense down the field without J.J., Without K.J. Osborne, wow, what a gutsy performance. Also on Kendall Mursky's list, parody. The feeling that anyone really could win the Super Bowl this season, and that's refreshing, he says. He also adds the resurgence of Russell Wilson and the resurgence of NFL defenses. That gets some love from him and a few other people, as does the doubt me if you want to, I will beat you anyway, C.J. Stroud. C.J. looking, throwing to the end zone, caught, touchdown, Houston takes the lead! Tag Dell with the reception! Rock and roll! My goodness! Who gets a ton of love from my NFL colleagues, and I'm certain he's getting a lot of love from you too, listener. The kid certainly deserves it. Kendall finishes by saying he's thankful for Lamar Jackson. Lamar escaping the pocket, spins his way, extending to the right side. Settles his feet, lops in the back of the end zone, touchdown! For what he calls the rounding of Lamar's jagged edges. Not because he couldn't do it before, Kendall says, but because he finally has an offensive coordinator that is encouraging him scheme-wise to do it now. This is what I love about Lamar. He's still... As he's moving around in the pocket, he's looking down the field where the old, the young Lamar would have, he would have, take, he would have taken off and ran with the football. He's still looking. He's allowing his receivers to make plays down the field. Okay, one team that got more love around here than anyone else. Any guesses? If you're thinking blue and silver, you're absolutely right. Just not the blue and silver in Dallas. What a comeback! What a comeback! That's right, Lions, Lions, and more Lions. Look, even Packers and Vikings and Bears fans are dishing out love for this Detroit team, and I love it. I think there's a part of so many of us who root for changing narratives, for droughts to be broken, for misery to be replaced with hope and joy and possibility. And man, no one feels that sense more right now than Dan Campbell's crew. Listener, what are you most thankful for so far this 2023 NFL season? For me, as a Washington Commanders fan, it's the very same as my colleague John Todd. It's a renewed sense of possibility for our Commanders. Josh Harris signifies a bright future behind storm clouds that are just starting to clear. And yes, it may take a while, but we NFL fans, we are in this for the long haul and we are more than willing to wait. One person I asked said he doesn't yet know what he's most thankful for. And then he smiled and said, ask me after Sunday, because I'm hoping for a top two pick. He then finished with two words, go Giants. And yes, listener, that was a Patriots fan, y'all. Remember what I said. This is a long game for a lot of NFL fans. Another Patriots fan said that he is most thankful for prior success, he said with a grin, for the memories of better days that are sustaining him during these days. Raiders fans are united in their gratitude. More than one said they are most thankful for new leadership. One said, quote, Antonio Pierce is the blessing. To have a coach, he said, who wanted to be a Raider his whole life, that's the key. Don't let him go. 
he implores Mark Davis. Still another Raiders fan is thrilled to see what he called a more positive locker room and says that this current Raiders culture is reminiscent of the old Raider way. Fantasy Live co-host Marcus Grant said he's most thankful for all of these new NFL stars. And you know what, listener? He's really on to something. Think about it. Sam Laporta and Dalton Kincaid and a familiar name, C.J. Stroud. Marcus believes the future is in very good hands, the hands of this current generation of young NFL players. Our friend on the social team, Aaliyah, agrees. She said it is, in fact, the rookies that are creating the most interesting stories. Madison Sanders didn't hesitate. C.J. Stroud, she said, there's that name again. After all, she said, he went to my high school. One colleague said meekly, I can't lie. I'm most thankful that Joe Burrow is out for the season because it gives my team a fighting chance. Now, he quickly added, I hope he's okay. I'm not a monster. (laughs) It's so funny, isn't it, listener? Fandom takes many forms. Schadenfreude, certainly one of them. Many around here credit parody as being, like Kendall Mursky, the thing that they are most glad to see this season. One-score games, someone said. It feels like almost everyone has a chance, somebody else said. Yet another said, it's almost like anyone could win Super Bowl 58. I'm thankful for all the mediocrity, said our friend Drake Baker. I believe that's a Tom Brady mock. But he went on to say with all seriousness that one-team dynasties just aren't fun. Drake loves the fact that there is more competition now, and that means more chances for more teams. Drake is actually a Packers fan, and he added, I'm thankful that my Packers are almost likable again. I think that may be a dig at Aaron Rodgers. Two Niners fans were on the same wavelength. The return of Debo Samuel said one. The return of Trent Williams said another. Puka Nakua got a lot of love from people around here. As you can imagine, we're right next door. There are a lot of Rams fans. So did Tommy DeVito for repping Jersey so well, one fan said. Eagles fan Sean Kelly says, I'm most thankful that my team is getting wins in the hardest games, whether we deserve it or not. The brotherly shove, the tush push, that got some love, and with it, so did Jason Kelsey. They push. They shot. They are in for a touchdown. Our friend Alex Wilk said he's most thankful for his fantasy team because he's crushing it this season after blowing it last season. Browns fan Todd Mossberg said his answer was easy. Jim Schwartz, that's who he is most thankful for. Cowboys fan Kingsley Smith said his answer was even easier. Dan Quinn is who he is most thankful for. Look at that. Defensive coordinators getting shout-outs. Steelers fan Christian Gonzalez is thankful for Jalen Warren. Bears fan Jeff Blasucci is thankful for two first-round draft picks. Yes, Such says his weekly routine now includes rooting for the Panthers to lose. And today's podcast producer, Joshua Morales, sitting no more than 15 feet from me, just told me that he is most thankful this season for Antonio Pierce. There's another silver and black sound off on a change of leadership. You feel good about it. Feels great about it, he says. No hesitation. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast, on a very special Thanksgiving Day episode. Thank you so much for starting your holiday with us. We're grateful for your time, and we know that there are so many other things you could be doing today that you chose to spend a few minutes with us really does make a huge difference in our lives. I want to finish by sharing a couple more answers that I had gleaned from my colleagues here at NFL Media. Micah Roth said he's most 
thankful for his job right here. And Micah's not alone. The answer for so many people in this building was something along the lines of my NFL media team, my NFL family, my team right here in the building. My friend Caleb here said the fact that I get to watch football for a living and talk about the game I love and make a profession out of it. That's what I'm most thankful for. And I think that Caleb's right, and I think that's why so many people had that answer. Thankful for this job, thankful to do what we do, because I am with them. I totally agree. Thank you for this space, listener, for your ear and your attention in it. The older I get, the more grateful I am for the people whose journey I'm a part of. My Titans fan brother, John. My Niners and Cowboys fan best friends, David and Scott. My wife, Gracie, who is a fan of the Super Bowl halftime performances most of all. And my son, Henry, 19 months old now. And his fandom, well, that thing is going to take whatever shape he chooses. God, I hope he chooses wisely. Make sure to give love to your Gracies and Henrys today and know that I look forward to the time that we meet again, which I hope could be as early as tomorrow. For your viewer's guide to all the remaining games in Week 12, you know the drill, game picks, score predictions, upset alerts, we'll get to all of it. That's tomorrow. Till then, man, enjoy yourself today. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Love to you and your family. And ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.